Uh, today, a, a very good friend of mine from Philly from 30 years ago, 30 plus years ago, one of my first friends, first Chavrusas in Philly was Nifter, Rabbi Yisrael Gelman, Chaim Yisrael Ben Chaim, Surly. And he was, a, he was a really, really amazing, amazing person. And there's a lot to be said. But his son spoke with Leviah today. And his son said that I could say a lot of stories about my father, but let me just tell you one story. I was in Eretz Yisrael, I was in yeshiva, and I was going through a tough time, something difficult. And I got a call one day from my father. And he said, I'm downstairs. He came for 24 hours, just to give him a hug. We went out to eat, we schmoozed. He just rejuvenated me. Just let me know, I love you, I care about you, I'm here for you. That's the end of the story. It's an amazing story. But I think that the wake-up call for us is that one day, like I always say, if everything goes according to the plan, they're going to, they're going to be speaking at your funeral. And we're giving them the speech. Make it good. And of all the things that a father does for a kid, from when he's born, starting, mamish, all the pressure and all the, everything he did, right? So it's really did so much for this kid. But what stood out? What was the story? What made him realize, my father loves me? Does the kid realize my father loves me because he's pressured to pay the tuition? No. Do the kids appreciate everything that we do for them? No. Do we appreciate everything Hashem does for us? No. We appreciate the sun? No. Oxygen? No. But when something happens that's extra, that really just proves to the child, you're not alone, you have people who care about you, it has to be something outstanding. It doesn't happen on a regular day. When we have those opportunities to do that to our children, we're doing things that they will remember forever. Forever. Whatever it cost him for that ticket, whatever time he gave and effort was worth it, not because he got a good funeral speech. Because this kid knows, and his other kids know, my father was there for me, my father loved me. And that comes when you do something amazing, unexpected, undeserved, not necessary. A lot of people would say, eh, I don't have to go, why do I have to go? He wasn't suicidal, he was in yeshiva. He was in yeshiva, I can call him, write him a letter, a postcard, send him a box of chocolates. Ain't a daima. And the kid said that that visit that my father gave me, he gave me no advice. Nothing. He came, we schmoozed, we went out to eat. He gave me a hug. He said that feeling that I knew that my father cares about me, that's what helped me. That's such a big lesson. And we should be zeichet to do it. To go to all of our kids. And we don't have to wait for crisis. Every kid today is in shtickle <laughs> crisis. Every kid today is struggling. And we do so much for our kids. But that injection is something they'll remember forever and that will give them kayach forever. Rabsham Shalafral Hirsch says that parents who try to exercise power and control over their, their children, even if they'll listen to you right now when they're in front of you, but when they're not in front of you, they're not going to listen. Says Rabsham Shalafral Hirsch. If you go ahead and you instill in your children tremendous, tremendous ava, admiration, 
mamish, the deep, deep connection, and you boost them, they're not only going to listen to you when they're in front of you, they'll listen to you when they're separated by time, by space, and even life and death. No matter where you are, you'll have a hashpa, influence, and control, effect, on that child, just by what you were able to do when you were able to do it. That's a wake-up call for all of us. We're so busy with our kids, but they don't feel that. And if you can do something like what Srili, Rabbi Yisrael did, what a Rosham he made on this kid. A little kid, he was 18, 19 years old at the time, forever. You know what's sad? He has a father for the rest of his life. What's sad is all those other kids that their father is alive and they don't have a father. Because their fathers are too busy or too sidetracked to understand how to be a father in our dar. This kid will never be able to see his father alive and get a hug and a kiss. But for the rest of his life, he knows, my tati loved me more than anything. My father was on my side. My father cared about me. He flew to Eretz Yisrael for 24 hours just to give me a hug and take me out to eat and give me, and t- give me chizuk. No advice, nothing. I'm here for you. This kid has a father forever. You know how many kids are out there? They don't have a father. They don't have a father. Maybe they never say Kaddish for their father. The father's alive. Maybe it's even worse. They don't have a father. They don't have a mother. Busy, 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 busy. Pushing, 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 pushing. I get a call almost every single day. I'm not exaggerating. I would play you the voice note. Heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. Calls that I get every single day. I'm 22. I'm 26. I'm 28. I'm 19. I'm different than my father. I'm different than my mother. Mamish, I can't, I don't want to give details because I don't want it to come out. But heartbreaking. This kid called me up. He's sending his father to me. He said, can you please tell my father to accept me? I'm from. But I'm different than my family. I don't dress the way they want. And my father has health issues. And he said, it's because of you. And they don't accept me. So I stopped going home. So I, I, and now Shabbos is becoming a real challenge for me. And he's falling apart. And what does he need? A father and a mother. Yeah, the father and mother are in pain. They made a plan. We're going to have 12 kids, like a dozen donuts, and every donut is going to be exactly the same, just matching us. The girls are going to look exactly like mommy. They're going to be extremely tzniastic. They're going to love Hashem, daven like, like mamish for six hours in a tehillim, and be the best cleaners and bakers and cookers and support all their husbands. And the six boys are going to be mamish like One's going to be a Dayan, one's going to be a Shashiva, and they're going to somehow be rich also. And they're going to be on Hatzalah, and they're going to be on Shomrim, and they're going to be a Rishkail. That was my plan. And in comes Hashem and ruins everything. He gave me this one with ADD, and this one with oppositional defined disorder, and this one struggling, and this one this. And, every, and, and all these challenges. And what, what, we didn't sign up for this. We didn't sign up for this. The idea is that every dar has challenges and you get what you get and you have to stand up like you guys are doing to be Ayyamid bin Asayin to carry your children in the smartest way through their darkness and their pain and their challenges and to be there for them. That's a job, that's what a parent is. People think a parent is to do everything until the kid makes a problem. Once the kid makes a problem, that I'm not a parent anymore. 
And that's, by the way, I'm not minimizing it. We do so much. There's so much pressure today. Financial pressure and so much pressure to raise kids. It's true. But parenting starts when the kid misbehaves. That's when your skill starts. If you lose it as soon as the kid misbehaves, and you guys, you parents, have not stomp skills. Mamish. Because you're not just dealing with regular problems. You're able to have control over yourselves in the worst situations. No, Hashem should continue to give you kayach, the strength and the mayach to do what you need to do to carry your kids. Because nobody else is going to carry them. For everybody else, no, it's another statistic. Oy, did you hear the terrible, sad story? It's all about us. There's no cavalry. We are carrying our kids, and Hashem wants that, obviously, from our door, that instead of B'Kesh Yaakov Leishiv B'Shalva, we are doing a million, even regular parents are doing a million times more work for our kids than the previous generations. For sure. Not even a Shiloh. We're so busy with our kids and all their issues and their problems. Obviously, Hashem wants us to go ahead and to give up everything for our child. And we hope that that is going to cause Karachim of, like you, parents like you, Abanim, Kain Terachim Hashem Aleinu. Hashem's going to say, okay, whether they deserve it or not, I got to help them. I got to save them. It's going to be because of you. It's going to be because of your dedication to your children. When everybody else in your family is saying, eh, enough, why do you have to do so much? I, that, fine. When it's your kid and what you're doing, you're going to bring Mashiach. No question about it. This is Avi Fischoff from Twisted Bounty. To be added to my broadcast, please send a WhatsApp request to 718-902-6666.